What is up? It is Jordan, and you already know the deal. If you haven't already, go to speaktruthwithoutfear.com and put in your email. If you have, look at the top of the website and click community. It's a new tab. We're going to be rolling this out over the next couple of weeks. It's in beta. I'm excited about it. Also, if you haven't picked up a t-shirt, go to this shop, support the organization. We got Ross the Boss and myself on the show. This is the Speak Truth Without Without Fear Podcast. Good afternoon, everybody. How's it going? Welcome to another episode of Speak Truth Without Fear. This is Ross the Boss Bennett, your favorite absolute perfect host. And then we've got my counterpart, who is lesser looking but is still full of triumphant heart, and that is Jordan Sarmo. Ladies and gentlemen, I know you're clapping your hands right now emotionally because I started this and I'm excited for you as well. It's only going to be a wonderful afternoon for you. The longer you listen, the better it gets. We are going to be showing quite a few things today. Yes, 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 absolutely. Absolutely. Oh my goodness. Thank you, Ross, for that beautiful, unbelievable, incredible, good-looking introduction. Now, just so everybody knows, whenever I go into an accent, the stuff that I'm saying is not actually stuff that I I really believe. I'm usually just having to free verse off the top of my head in the accent. So if I ever say something that's super offensive, just go, oh, he's just he's just trying to come up with words while he's using that voice. That's accurate, okay? That that is that is the real the second version of Ross the Boss. But all right, everyone, thank you for joining us. Uh, speaktruthwithoutfear.com. Uh, again, remember, we do these podcasts, no advertisements. And so, one way that you can give back if you like this is you share it at the end of it and let people know about it. Right, Ross? That's right. You share it. Um, well, dude, we have, it's been a weekend or been a week. We got some big news today that Joe Biden is has his uh, big six-point plan. We got plenty to talk about, but, but Ross. First, but but first, first, I want to show this video because it perfectly encapsulates what's happening in America right now. Um, so give me one minute here to do this. Boom. Okay. I'm going to open it on this screen. Chrome tab. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to explain after this video what we're watching. Um, but it's a it's an experiment where they have one man and about six other men sitting around a table, and they all uh, one of the men is the real scientific experiment that they're doing. The other six are actors. And so they're showing pictures of a line and then asking the group, uh, like a multiple choice question, like which one of these lines is the size of one of these other lines? And there's three options. And the people around him are getting the questions wrong intentionally. And to go along with the group, he denies a fact and a truth that's obvious to him um, and, and so, because he wants to get along with the group that he's never met. So... Anyway, you're, I'm going to show it right now so anybody who's on the Rumble or uh, wherever else we throw yeah, this Rumble. at can actually see it. So here we go. Mm-hmm. 
The ASH experiment is one of psychology's oldest and most popular pieces of research. A volunteer is told that he's taking part in a visual perception test. What he doesn't know is that the other participants are actors and he's the only person taking part in the real test, which is actually about group conformity. Please begin. The experiment you will be taking part in today involves the perception of line length. Your task will be simply to look at the line here on the left and indicate which of the three lines on the right is equal to it in length. So, for example... If the actors have been told to match the wrong lines. The volunteer will be monitored to see if he gives the correct answer or if he goes along with the opinion of the group and gives the wrong answer. In the first test, the correct answer is to... Uh, one. 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 <laughs> Two. <laughs> okay. One. Once again, the correct answer is two. Three. 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 Wow. The ash experiment has been repeated many times, and the results have been uh, supported again and again. We will conform to the group. Again, we're very social creatures. We're very much aware of what the people around us think. Uh, we want to be liked. We don't want to be seen to rock the boat, so we will go along with the group. Even if we don't believe what people are saying, we'll still go along. One. 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 Group dynamics is one of the most powerful forces in human psychology. You see how easy it was to get the outlier to go along with the group who were obviously wrong? Wow. Interesting, right? Yeah, I mean, you, you have a group of people... And if you're not, if you're listening to this on the podcast, you had about five guys at a, at a desk... And you probably with like heard with like a teacher in front of them showing them with a whiteboard with a, with a whiteboard. And he was like, line number one, uh, here, here's the line. Which one of the lines over here does that equal to the first one, the second one or the third one? And everybody around the person who's being videotaped and doesn't know it is basically saying like the wrong answers. And then he's looking at them like, what? And then he just completely conforms the second opportunity he yeah. can. Yep. And, uh, and so, yeah, even if something is so obviously true in front of you, you know, there is a, an abundance of people that will just actually do that. Which is, I mean, and this is where we get the term, like, don't be a sheep. And, and I, I know people have overused that even when it comes to just things that really doesn't matter. But that is what is, it is easy to be a sheep when you are in a society or in, you're in a community or a group that are all going the one way because no one like we all like to feel included just by nature like you want to feel included it takes it takes courage to really stand out and be that fish that's going the opposite way we all remember that really it's kind of like a meme but we all remember that that art work back in the late 90s where there was like you know be the I forget what the saying was but there was all the fish that were going one way and there's the one fish going the opposite way it's hard to be that fish it really is especially in the beginning um, but just like if you don't conform and you say, you know what? No, I'm not going to send my kids. And did mean, did you see the video that not to change thought the video that Ian Smith posted yesterday, which Ian Smith was on our Instagram live last night 
incredible live. It was so nice to have him. If you guys don't know who he is, check him out. He's the gym owner out of Jersey that said no to the mask mandates. I'm not close, and also no to closing down. Did not close down once during the entire pandemic. And he lived in New Jersey. He was the only guy that was saying, no, I'm going to be the other way. And because of this guy, gyms all over the nation and businesses all over the nation uh, had found the same courage that he did. Um, did you, but this reminds me of the video that he just posted yesterday that you told me about as well, Ross, earlier today, where a group of children, you know, learned their rights. They knew they found out, hey, the principals cannot tell us that we have to wear a mask and they cannot touch us. And so there was a group of about, I don't know what, 50, 70 kids that were all organized yeah, at the front door. Something. Uh, yeah. enough, enough that they could just walk right past. And they tried to stop him. And what ended up happening? They, they eventually, the principal had to let them in because, and that's all it takes. It takes courage from a few and then many will end up following. But again, you got, you got to know your rights. So man, if, if we want to galvanize and brand this generation as one of the most like leader generations in the world to watch out for nonsense, if we could get these kids to all stand up on their own, if they could encourage each other at the lunch tables, you know, hey, guys, at 3 p.m., none of us are wearing masks anymore, and just take them off, like, it would be the first time, like, it was, it would be almost like they counter, they contradicted their own thing, but it's like, how do you, we were talking about, like, how do we get kids to do that, you know, because it's just ridiculous, it's just, like, the threat, how do you get kids to do it without being creepy, <laughs> hey, kids, you know, right. But it's like so. But I think that would be the most revolutionary freaking thing in the world, dude. A seven, eight-year-old just being like, "Nah, f you, machine." That's the ultimate rage against the machine moment, dude. So true. Um, we need it. We need more leaders. I mean, it's just it's just the reality of, of the situation. And um, but with that being said, we got today here's some of the updates, breaking news. We got Joe Biden. He is going to be announcing his six point or six step plan to uh take on the pandemic it's so interesting do you know how much do you remember how much crap they gave trump whenever like the numbers spiked just a little bit and they're like oh donald trump is killing people 100 percent. and this dude's cases are skyrocketing and for some reason he's not at fault for for some reason he said he had a plan he had a plan for the pandemic the numbers are skyrocketing. There's new variants. I mean, over half the nation is vaccinated right now, supposedly. And we're still skyrocketing in the middle of summer. But Joe Biden, he's nowhere. No, we don't need to blame him. We don't need to blame him. So he's coming out with a six-step plan. Yeah, Afghanistan's not his fault. The gas prices aren't his fault. Inflation's not his fault. Unemployment's not his fault. The, the border. The, yeah, the border's not his fault. Like, so everything in the world that happened during Trump's presidency is certainly at his feet, and it's his fault. And then everything that happens in Biden so far is still at Trump's feet somehow. It's, it's true. So we got six different things that uh, – it's so funny. Everything's getting leaked as of recent because um, this got leaked. This was not supposed to come out until, I don't know, an hour or two when he's going to be speaking. Uh, number one thing that he is going to be in, at his six – prong plan to fight COVID-19. Uh, number one is vaccine requirements, which we don't know exactly to how, what type of, um, 
who is going to be required. We know that supposedly being rumored um, that it's going to be federal, ev- all federal employees. So if you are hired by the federal government nationwide, there is no exemptions, no religious exemptions, vaccine requirements for everyone. If That's you, insane. It's crazy. You will lose your job if you do not take the jab. We are now at a place where if you work for the government, which we know what happens next, it's going to be citizens. If you work for the government, the, you, the government has control now of what you put in your body, what you put in your blood. That's where we're at. One hundred percent indentured slavehood in some new kind of way where they get to control your bloodstream. And if you don't cede control of your bloodstream, then they then they take control of your movement and your ability to purchase and your ability to see family and your ability to travel. Dude, it's so bad. Wild. Um, Number two, they're going to talk about booster shots, which is hilarious. It's like, hey, we're going to require something. (laughs) This is actually should have been our clown world. We are going to require something that doesn't work. And because it doesn't work, we are now going to tell you to get booster shots because the requirement that we are requiring for you to able to eat, purchase, make money didn't work. We're now going to require booster shots. That's what the number there's two so top. much There's so much clown world right now that I didn't even realize how clown world that was. I had just categorized it as stupid in my head, but I didn't even put it together that like, yeah, that means your original product didn't work right. <laughs> Literally. Like, and, and here we are mandating this nonsense. Hey, remember still, the first thing that crapped out on you guys? Now you're mandated to buy another one. Oh, and who's buying it? Not you. Not you. The government's buying it. Why is that better? Well, they can charge whatever they want for the vaccine if the government's buying it. Because guess what? Yeah. If you were buying it, you could easily say, right now, this vaccine has been worth squad diddly. And how much How much of taxpayer money went to... Like, So basically, the question is this. How much did it cost for the vial of crap that they put in you that didn't work? What if it's 200 bucks? Yeah. What if it's 2000 bucks? What if it's 4000 bucks? We don't really know what it's costing the federal government or whatever in our tax dollars to pay for this nonsense to us and we know one thing, it didn't work. It yeah. didn't work well. It might protect you from uh, from symptoms getting really bad and that's fine, but so does ivermectin, so does yeah. hydroxychloroquine, so does not being obese. Yeah. You know, so does going to the gym, so does vitamin C, so does Freaking anyway, vitamin so D much. and Zeke and quercetin and NAC. I mean, we had Nurse Michelle on, dude, on Tuesday night on our Instagram live, which was incredible. Yep. And I mean, she put it out there like, hey, you do these things. Like, if you get COVID, you're going to be fine. Like, you, all you got to do is make sure you, you need to know yep. how to prevent it and you need to prepare. If you prevent and prepare, and then you, and then you, you have the information of how to up your doses, you're going to be fine. Um, and this, that's the, probably the most devastating part about this entire thing is our government knows that. Right. And they're our government making has it- to know it because the, you know what's happening from Afghanistan when they're coming here. These refugees are getting ivermectin. So obviously, they, yeah. <laughs> so obviously some big boys know it and they're just not telling everybody. But like, and that's the thing, Jordan, had you got that stuff six days prior to when you actually started medicating, you would have never, probably never ended up in the hospital. Literally. No, I mean... My, I have an article that I'm, I just finished writing. It'll come out probably tomorrow. Um, tomorrow is Saturday. And, I mean, that's basically what the whole article is about. It's like what I wish I knew before I got COVID. Because if I knew these things, I know that I would not have, one, gotten to the hospital. Two, not have a $55,000 bill in my hands. <laughs> I mean, I just got, I got the bill in uh, today. 
They sent me a nice little bill, 55 grand for being in the hospital for a couple days and all because of a medication called remdesivir. And, um, and that is why they do not want you to get ivermectin because these, these other medications that have better results and better percentages of recovering or improving than remdesivir itself is 60 to $120 a dose. I'm walking out the door for two rather th- than two thousand dollars or so a dose, uh, up to seventy, up to seventy-two hundred, depending on where you are in the country, up to seventy-two hundred dollars per dose, which is why the five days that I was in the hospital cost me fifty-five thousand dollars, not including is that with insurance. No, no insurance. That's just like that was the cost. Plus, there's doctors and everything else. So, is the insurance going to help with some of that? Um, incorrect. No, I don't have insurance. So yeah, well, that's that's something I got to figure out. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Ross's eyes got really big. Um, there is, but there are. You well, just anyways. bought a car, bro. You bought a car, a really I, nice one. Congrats! I, I just bought a really, really, really nice car. Yeah. Um, but there, I mean, there's financial aid. There's other. They have programs, especially. You know, we'll we'll figure out exactly what that what yeah, that looks I'm like. Sure but be okay. I'm not I'm not worried about it. It's gonna it's gonna work out. Anyways. Booster shots, vaccine requirements. The other next thing is increasing testing and requiring masks. Uh, I'm I'm actually game for the increasing testing. I think, you know, if you're not vaccinated or you are vaccinated, it doesn't even matter because everyone well, is it getting it. Depends which test they use. That's all well, that too. Um, yeah, I'm not. I'm not for. I'm not for a new test that also is inaccurate like the PCR was for a full damn year while we all became urgent freakout mode and yeah. nothing happened because the tests were wrong in some Literally. areas. So it's like I want to be sure that the test actually works. And then yeah. after, the, after we know that test works, then I might be cool with more testing. But, but honestly, not really. Not really. Like I'm done with this thing. I don't care about it anymore. I know somebody's like, well, you haven't lost somebody to it. Bullshit. Jordan, Jordan was just in the hospital. I had to deal with how serious it was. I had COVID. My wife, my pregnant wife got COVID and pneumonia. In fact, my, my wife's best friend got pregnant, got pneumonia, got her baby uh, C-section because it was so serious and the doctors mistreated her for nine days in the hospital. So it's not, it's not native to me. It's not, it's not wait till it touches someone, you know, that's not the point. The point is throughout history, human beings have maintained body autonomy from the government until they're attempting to kill another body inside of their body, which is a different argument. But other than that, you, generally speaking, the government didn't get to control your bloodstream, didn't get to control like everything that they're able to control right now. And I think this whole thing is a farce in order to create more control. And if you don't agree with me, then then you haven't looked at the results of the lockdown and how much damage it has done versus how much damage COVID, how much damage COVID does. Because there, it's not the lockdowns are not free. What we've done to society is not without cost. This will have a massive ripple effect for probably fifty years. Yeah. What what's happened here over the last year and a half? And everybody thinks it's not a big deal. There's this thing called the. Uh, I think it was called the Bering, the Bering, the Bellington or the Barrington Declaration, where like thousands of doctors and scientists got together and they said that the results and the effects of the lockdown, that one of the things that they said, well, I think it was 150 million people will starve to death because of the lack of the, pr- the production of food wow. that, that happened. And it's like, guys, 
Are you not seeing that? And that was just in the United States. That was a it was a bearing declaration about I believe if the United States locks down again, 150 million people would die. Um, and so that's and that was like a probably a, a um a conservative estimate. Like if you think about how much stuff has happened, like do you know how different children that were being told every minute what to do by their by their uh, teachers and their parents, and if they stand too close to Tommy, they get yelled at. If they take their mask off below their nose, they get yelled at. These kids are walking around looking around their shoulder. Am I allowed to go to the pencil sharpener? Am I allowed to go to the bathroom? Can I stand this close to John? Oh, no. The lunch lady said this. Did I did I get in the lunch line too soon because yeah. of the COVID mandates? These kids are going to walk around looking over their shoulder and tiptoe and walking on eggshells all the time. This is not going to be a breed of normal Americans that grow up. This is going to cause psychological trauma that is not easily reversible that will take years to get over and we're going to be one of the most passive beta male beta women groups in history that just bends over for the government unless we stand up now and so the reason i'm mentioning that is because of the amount of suffering that can happen in an event that a government turns tyrannical after they make an entire generation of people docile yep and i mean so that's all you gotta do and all and again we we keep Say you know blowing the same horn but look at australia like seriously australia is in a place where they cannot even go state to state right now you if if you lived in florida or let's say i want to drive over to virginia and say what's up to ross if i'm in australia i cannot leave the state line to see family to see friends that is what is happening and so if you tell me if you tell us that you think that we're overreacting, which I know the people that are listening, they don't. They all probably agree with us. Um, but the people that tell you you're overreacting, do not let up. Do not give in because what we are seeing happening all over the world, we would be seeing now if it wasn't for one, the Second Amendment, and two, a hundreds of millions of patriots all over the country. And the polls are showing us that. Yeah. Um, you know, if you guys want to look up percent on that Yahoo poll, right? 80% what, are, what, are against that va- they're against vaccine passports. They said they would not support businesses yep. or restaurants that would uh, require it. And now and we're that seeing- was a Yahoo poll of vaccinated and unvaccinated people. And then they just did a poll of unvaccinated people. How, what percent of them would quit their job if they were mandated to get the vaccine and 70% said they would quit their job. Yeah. Heck yeah. Yeah. And it's, it shows that. I mean, that is the hope that we see. Um, and, the, and the good thing is, the, I mean, polls for the Biden administration is dropping drastically. The dude's down to like 37, 38%, which is insane because a couple months ago he was like at 55, 56%. The guy has dropped almost 20 points, and it's not even been a year yet. And it just shows that now what's happening, and here's the good news. Everyone's like, why is this, a good, why is this good news? He's locked in no matter what for the next couple of years. The reason why this is good news is that there are politicians on the left, Democrat, House, and Senate, that they have races next summer. And there are bills that Joe, the Biden administration wants to push through, like this $3 trillion spending deal and all of these new requirements. And there's, now this, uh, this six-point plan and this federal um, – mandate on the vaccine for federal employees that is going to be an executive order so if let's say another let's say donald trump gets in the office of 2024 he can take that thing all that thing is gone with the stroke of a pen um but what's happening now because these poll numbers are dropping 
These politicians, House and House uh, congressmen and senators are not wanting to back some of these ridiculous uh, policies and laws that are being uh, pushed through. They're not wanting to back them because they're like, hold on, my constituents, the people that I represent, they are not for this. And the team that I'm on, their numbers are tanking. Do I want to get on this ship? Yep. Do I want to get on this ship? And he, Because Joe Biden is not running next summer, but I am. I'm, I'm going to be running that's going to be campaigning. And they're going to be asking me, why did you spend a $3 trillion bill? Why did yeah, you? Or why did you agree with the people that were poking holes in your raft? Yeah. Why did on. you line up with them? Why did you? Why did? And see, that's the thing. Everybody has to realize this. This is not a left versus right thing. This is a we want to uphold America and they want to destroy it and have it taken over by other powers to yep. to join a global effort at unifying the globe and which means we take on entirely different morals culturally. Right. Which is not something that we should do because our moral guidance system is not that bad, like comparatively. And what I mean, well, I don't have to defend this to everybody who's listening. So never mind. I keep thinking that we're, we're I'm, I'm having to clarify each statement by people who would normally be arguing with me. But there's no reason because yeah. you don't argue with me. I mean, we are living in a day and I know we talked about this a little bit ago. Recording artists, Victory Boyd. Black recording Black artist. woman. I mean, her voice is incredible, incredible soul. I believe she was on a TV show where that Jay-Z was on, um, and she performed. She's got a, a decent following. She is supposed to perform tonight at the NFL uh, opener for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Dallas Cowboys. They canceled her because she would not agree to take the vaccine to sing outdoors on a huge football stadium you have a black woman that is not allowed to sing on a football field outdoors because yeah and she <laughs> declined it for religious reasons too so she declined it for religious reasons meaning that she she probably knows that there's fetal aborted cells inside of the lines and then is which we talked about paying. the other night on our right, we talked Life. about that on that live with nurse Michelle we had also da David yeah. uh, Engelhart uh, on, he's, uh, one of the board members for turning point runs a church up in New York. Um, and, uh, he was basically talking about how that is one of the primary things that you can object to the vaccine because of is a sincerely held belief that I will not put dead aborted baby tissue inside of my body. Uh, you simply can't make Evil, a Christian man. or somebody who has those religious beliefs do that. And then, well, you can't, but, uh, one thing you can do is, uh, make sure black people don't get to sing at the national anthem if they don't bend over. You know, and what, what if what if she would have said, I uh, the last time the government stuck something in black people's arms, they gave them syphilis on purpose so they could study syphilis for 35 years. And I just don't really feel comfortable about the United States government and its history of slavery and the Jim Crow era uh, to be giving anything to my bloodstream or advocating for that. I imagine they would get a lot more uh, mm -hmm. a lot more pushback rather than just saying i object for religious reasons you know because the left would have to side with her a little bit and be like yeah i guess that that's makes sense a great point and then you know what we would all agree we'd be like yeah that's all we're saying yeah literally <laughs> like the state and we've said this why are people just they're so like put it in me i trust you government even though i've been protesting you of how you are a racist horrible government and <laughs> like Again, I, I don't understand the logic of this entire 
thing. Um, but it is what it is. It's here in our own backyard. And the only way that we will fight this is, one, obviously we get involved. But, two, we just got to stop complying. And that was Ian Smith's big thing. He's like, stop complying and think of the end in mind. And I think it was so important. It really hit home for me when he said that. Think of the end in mind because you got two options. You know, Ian had an option when the governor said, hey, we're going to close down your gym because your job and your company is not essential and we're going to do nothing for you. Well, he had two options. Option number one, he closes down. But what happens if he closes down? He said, my business would not survive. I would not be able to afford the rent because he still had to pay rent. So I already knew the end result. The end result of me closing down my gym was I lose it. Yeah, and the government doesn't give a rip. They don't care. That, yeah, that, Yelp, Yelp said 60% of the businesses that closed will not reopen that were on their app. They won't. They will. They will exa- exactly. And that is why. No, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It said 60% of the businesses that were on Yelp, the small businesses, closed. And they will not reopen. Wow, that's wild. Go ahead. Sorry. No, it's, no, it's 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 a good number to hear because I saw this all over Los Angeles. I saw this in Orange County, California, before I, before I moved to Florida, and mom and pop shops, restaurants, gyms. Um, a lot of people they moved, they left, they couldn't afford their their rent, they closed down their businesses because they could not afford to do this. What would have happened? If all of those restaurants said, screw you, government, I'm staying open. One, they would have probably done really well because they would have been the only business in that area that actually would have stayed open. And two, they probably would have got a ton of publicity so that the time that everything is back open, and that's why Ian Smith, look at Ian Smith. Ian, I didn't know who Ian Smith was until he took a stand. And then we need yep. people like Ian that are saying, you know what? I'm not going to comply with this BS. My option number one, close down and listen to the government. I'm going to lose my business anyways if I do that. Option number two, fight against the tyranny. Don't comply. And you know what? Worst case scenario, you get stuck with $10,000 or $100,000 with the fines on your business. But you know what? The business is going to end up closing anyway because of it. But at least you took a stand and you, right. you inspired thousands of people all across the country to have courage and it is okay to not comply like when that's the thing i mean that's if if it's for survival it's not even that bold it's just necessary which is what's going to be for everybody soon so i'm excited to see how many more people stand up because we have to yeah no we we completely do we this is like the fact that we have a black woman that has been canceled and not and been canceled to sing the national anthem because she will not take a jab is just I, I can't believe we're living in that day and we are it's unfortunate um yep i've been waiting to send this to you ross i'm gonna send okay. you a little, i'm gonna send you a little picture are you gonna put it on the screen no because my computer will be too slow because i'm not at the studio i'll put it on the screen send it to okay. me okay i just sent you a picture <laughs> you're not gonna believe this nancy pelosi was out meeting for some uh, political reasonings the picture got leaked guess who she was meeting with today oh my gosh (laughs) ross george soros and his son who runs open society alexander soros (gasps) kid like you can't make it up she's just like hey first of all he looks evil 
like George Soros. We'll put the picture up on the screen if you're watching this on Rumble. George Soros just looks straight evil. His son looks constipated. And Pelosi, she looks like, crap, I shouldn't be taking this photo. <laughs> That's what she looks like right now. Like, I should not be taking... Her face <laughs> is like... There it is. Her face right now is like, I should not be taking this photo. I'm going to get a lot of flack for this one. Why? Because George Soros is one of the main reasons that we have so much division in this country. He wants to see this country fall to its knees. He is he is the I one. Mean, uh, yeah, I just <laughs> Isn't that crazy, bro? It's the, so hard, dude. The it's speaker so of the house is having a casual hangout time with George Soros. Yeah. Yeah, I mean uh you know, what's funny is um I was talking to Red Pill Babe a while back, and she was like, what's annoying is that you're, you're awake before everybody else is awake, so you're just waiting for everybody else to wake up before you can do anything. Yeah. And it's like, that's how I feel. I feel like I'm, like, I showed up a little bit early, and now I'm, like, looking around to figure out who else is finally catching up to this stuff and being angry about it. That's true, man. It's, uh, it is where we are, but... Again, we we've been telling people, we've been telling people we have to start getting involved. Um, I was on I was on a podcast yesterday before we had our community event, and uh, you know I was like the time is now. I was, I was very, I was like the time is now for us to just stop talking, stop doing Instagram videos, and get involved and take action, which is a hundred percent all true. And you know the gentleman was like, you know I'm gonna actually push back a little bit on that because the average person, they're really shy. They don't have the guts to actually do it. And maybe it, for certain people, it is enough to actually just put out an Instagram story or have a conversation with your family or have a conversation with some friends and start because they yeah, might. Small, small steps are good. We're not going to despise small beginnings like Correct. that. You know, if you're next to me and they're trying to have dogs chase us and you run away, I might be like, what the heck? You yeah. know, but yeah. Who knows? I mean, those days are coming. The dogs get sicked on the unvaccinated, you yeah. know, no, and then Pfizer moves into the dog vaccine category to make an extra two mil that year, <laughs> which doesn't true. work and requires a booster. Yep. But I mean, we, last night, you know, and Ross was there, we had also a, uh, and it was not an invitation only. We just, we didn't want to have a huge group of people for what we're about to uh, release soon in the public, which we're excited about. Um, yeah, I got to keep it on the DL. But, I, uh, I know we're not going to go too much into detail. You guys are going to, you guys are going to want to join. Something <laughs> soon. We have a, uh, we, we had last night though, our first ever speak truth without fear community event. Uh, we invited about 120 different people from the community. We had about 65 to 70 people show up and it was great. You know, we, had some Q&A discussions, find out exactly, um, you know, what people are mostly concerned about for when it comes to the nation. Obviously, the three main ones that we keep hearing is medical freedom, um, the medical freedom. I'm brain farting right now. And two more. <laughs> um, oh, obviously, communism is, you know, losing our freedoms in itself. And I can't remember the third. But hearing all of these consistent concerns, you know, we've been rap like trying to figure out like, hey, how can we make a difference? Because it's so hard to even make a difference 
two de- oh, the other one is war on children or war, the war on our children uh, when it comes to education. But we've been trying to figure out, hey, I'm tired of just posting a which video. Is just, which is just control, by the way. Yeah, control. It's not even about education. It's just, are they trying to control your children? The answer is yes. Yes, exactly. And we've been talking about this. How can we make a difference? And you know, one thing that we are starting every single month, uh, and we'll do it again next month, is these community events. And it allows us to, one, um, hear from you guys. It's not a, a podcast format because right now, me and Ross, we're just talking and you're listening. So if you have something to say, we cannot hear what you want to say right now. Um, and we want to start giving those opportunities to you because we want to hear back. We want to have feedback. And that's why we want to have these community events. Um, but we are working on something uh, called the – it's a community platform um, that we are really excited about. Next month, we're going to be bringing it into full. We're going to be opening it up to the public right now. It is just – kind of like an in beta right now and uh, we have about 25 members in there we're testing it out but it is going to be a platform um that is and the purpose of it isn't to have this cool new platform that speech without fear has the purpose of it is to organize is to educate organize and take action um but as well one of the biggest things that a lot of people are really scared about um, it's just they, they feel isolated, which is the whole reason why me and Ross started this in the first place is we felt isolated. We felt alone. We're like, dude, let's start a podcast. Me and you will start doing this podcast. We'll do some Instagram lives. We started the Instagram lives. Now we're super well connected because we took a standout publicly. And now we have relationships and friends and people to talk to in a community of people that we're like, hey, I know a person that can do this. But there's so many people in our community. When we come together, we can do incredible things. And we saw that with Trisha. We saw that for James Cusick, where we raised one hundred ten thousand dollars. We saw that for Trisha, where we gave away twenty five hundred dollars just from an Instagram live. We can support people. We can support each other. We all know someone that can help out with something that no has a medical exemption uh, form or whatever it is. If we come together, and we don't have to worry about censorship, we can organize and actually take and support each other and take so much more action and have more impact in our local communities if we do that or if we had a place to do that. Um, and we want to get off these other platforms because we know that our time is limited. So be on the look for that. Um, if you want to get more information about it, you can go to the, our website, speaktruthwithoutfear.com and click community and you can see some of the stuff that we're going to be uh, rolling out here pretty soon. Uh, but Ross, I mean, you're, I mean, this is what you're doing right now. You've been organizing. You took a little break from social media. And you've been organizing yourself on the local level. I mean, tell me about it. What 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 have been your thoughts from for your yeah, first time? Yeah, uh, it's uh, so I, I called it citizens in force because we need citizens to show up in force at places to to really you know get our point across the table. We saw what BLM could do about stuff that wasn't um, worth destroying a city over because obviously any human being would agree nothing is worth destroying your own city over mm-hmm. um, because that directly hurts you right but the goal was to defund the police and so they had so many big riots about that and all that and i don't mean blm the legitimate movement that has some actual merit you know there is some merit to you know black people have been treated poorly cool that but i'm talking about the overall um marxist movement blm that called caused so much pain um we need to motivate people to do uh to show up to things to the degree that they're showing up for Antifa and for these other things. And so it's just called citizens in force. And it's just, I got a bunch of groups together and they all agreed to be in a pipeline together and we'll share stuff at the same time. And we'll all try to show up to each other's events. And we're expanding that group more and more citizens in force. You can find it on Instagram. It's going to, 
uh, and TikTok or, and Twitter. And it's going to, it's going to probably take time. You know, I've learned it's going to take time to get everybody to do the same things together, but we have to start flashing the beacon now. Yeah. And so that was my first attempt to start getting hands on with some of the local stuff. So we've actually got two events we're holding this week. Um, nobody cares about them on here unless they're in Virginia beach or Chesapeake, but Either way, we got two events we're going to be calling people to show up to Monday and Tuesday of this coming week, and I'm excited to see what happens, and we're just going to keep pushing for that and keep growing. And yep. You just got to do something, man. It doesn't matter. Like, it's not the time to evaluate whether or not you're a legitimate contributor to something. It's time to just start contributing to something and seeing how good you do six months from now. Yep. Don't even measure how good you do. Just be like, I got to do something, and then start doing it, and then try to hone in how good you are at doing it, and hopefully in cooperation with two or three other people that also think that there's a problem. And then just see what you can do, dude. See if you can organize a little bit about a school board. See if you can find out the 15 studies that disprove what they said and the, and the mandates that should come along with it, and if you can articulate those things to a group of people so that they can't deny what you're you're saying is rational and logical and then use guilt to make them back down on some of these terrible things, you know? Mm. Uh, it's, it's so true. The, the importance of getting involved locally, like seriously, you have to ask yourself, if you are not doing anything, ask yourself, what can I do? Um, Ian said something great. He's like, find out what you're passionate about. Find that hill and be willing to die on it. Like th that is your hill. Like for me, Election integrity has always been something that has been to the core of what is very important to me. Now, I don't have kids, but Ross does. Something that's very important to him is making sure that the schools that his children go to are not shoved propaganda and Marxist ideologies and critical race theory. And so you have to find something that you're passionate about. You don't got to spend 30 hours a week. You can literally spend two hours a month or four hours a month, whatever that looks like, whatever you can commit to, and get involved. Because when you get involved, you meet people. You organize, you get, you get, um, it's it easier. It's so much easier. You network, you have more inspiration. Uh, someone's like, oh my gosh, you need to meet this community because they would help you with this. And when, when you, when you actually just step out of your comfort zone, just a little bit, 10% more than what you yeah, already do. Everybody meets you. Everybody meets you there. So you don't have to worry about, and you can only be crappy at something for so long before you just simply improve out of right. like, oh, I didn't yep. know that the first time. Now I do. You, you will improve. <laughs> and if you don't do it, great. That's okay. But at least you can look at your kids 50 years from now and go, I tried. No, it's true. Uh, last thing. Hold on. Oh, Larry Elder. Larry Elder, a black man running for governor in California, is, pelt, is, a, is had eggs thrown at him by a white Antifa liberal-looking woman in a... <laughs> Get this, guys. A gorilla mask. That's right, folks. A woman on this the left. This is our clown world for the day. <laughs> yep. In a, a woman up who appearance-wise looks like she's on the left. Uh, her behavior and mannerisms look like she was on the left when you watch the video. She has a gorilla face on. She's overweight, and she's throwing eggs at a black man running for governor. That's oh, what it is, guys. If you, is. if you if if you want to know, I mean, let's just say if if that black man was Jesse uh, Jackson or Reverend Al Sharpton, and that was happening, the entire world 
in the United, the entire United States would be like bombarded nonstop on every possible outlet about how racist America <sighs> is and white supremacy is the biggest problem and the hard right wing movement is doing all this. And then one conservative black man gets eggs thrown him by a woman in a gorilla mask, a fat white woman in a gorilla mask. No one calls it blackface. No one calls it with purple evil. hair. Like, yeah, with dude, pink hair. Yeah. With your your videos, Ross, where like you're being over dramatic in being in character when you're wearing the purple and pink hair and you're acting absolutely insane. Like those are videos you're being over dramatic on purpose because it's like there's no way these there's people that actually do this. You literally just, like you yeah, didn't it do it. it. You didn't do it enough. You need a right. grill. You need a grill. I didn't know. I didn't know I was gonna need a gorilla mask. <laughs> like. What went through this liberal dumb fat chick's mind where she was like, "Oh, let me wear the let me wear the gorilla face <laughs> while I throw eggs at this man." At this like, black man in my purple hair. <laughs> nothing n- nothing alarming about that. Bro, you like, need to Okay, you're hearing this first right now. You need to make a video in the hair. You got to find the gorilla, a gorilla mask and like you're in this video and you're like this isn't enough. And you put on a gorilla mask and then you have to have like an egg and you squish it or something because this is what, like this is the left. These are the people that are controlling the narrative. These are the people that are, that are pressuring politicians. They're scaring people. They're, they're uh, fighting Christians from worshiping in public. And we are stepping back in fear absolutely absurd yep absurd <sighs> well i think i think that was a good podcast i think that was a good podcast everyone thank you for listening uh, again you can check ross the boss out on instagram and all of his social medias at ross the boss d-u-h boss with the underscore and then uh, you can find me at jordan sarmo and don't forget if you like this podcast give it a share um, give us a review if you haven't given us a review yet and check out speaktruthwithoutfear.com put in your email or even click on that community button and look at what we're going to be rolling out here pretty soon we love you guys thank you for the support we will see you next week